I'm Jennifer. And I'm Randall Lynn. And we're people. Talking about people. Randall Lynn, I am so excited for today's conversation. How about yourself? I, I'm excited. I'm a little nervous because normally, Jen, I let you do a lot of the talking, except for when you, when we do solos, then I have like a very clear like vision and outline of what I'm supposed to say and when I'm supposed to say it. So this episode is a little, I'm excited about it, but I'm a little anxious too. Well, I promise to to help you along, um, but you don't need to be anxious or nervous because we're going to be talking about you and fun stuff and stuff that you love. So I'm sure it will come very naturally. Um, In addition to, I think you don't give yourself enough credit. I think you do a lot of talking and I think you share a lot of very good points. The other thing you're very good at, which is why I'm excited we're talking about this today, is sort of helping me take my often mumbled, jumbled dialogue and then shaping it putting it in a box with a little pretty bow on the top. So you're really good at like helping me kind of, you know, seal in the point and seal it home, which is exactly what we're going to be talking about is how great you are as a marketer. <laughs> so I don't know, seriously, Jen, though. you kind of made it sound like I'm a really great Christmas present wrapper, which That's I am. Good, that is a good point. Wondering. And I, I can envision that you are exceptionally good at that as well. Um, maybe I should also think about hiring you for that. So possible side biz, write that down for yourself, right? Okay, no, but for real, we're going to be talking about your business today, which is kind of fun. Again, something that we we kind of hint at and we talk about just a little bit here and there, but we don't really go into a lot of detail. So we thought it would be kind of fun to hear a little bit about what you do, sort of why it matters, why it's important. I'm going to just sort of ask some questions that I think are interesting and fun as we go along. And maybe you'll have some like really good, exciting stories or even just give some little examples. But we're going to do our normal where we just kind of wing it a little bit and I'm excited to be here. But with that said, tell us, just kind of get us started off, kick us off. Tell us about your business, what it is, what you do. Yeah, that's a great question, Jen. I'm actually in a, in a little bit of a time of transition with my business. Um, when I started my business, I was kind of what I'd call maybe a full service marketing consultant. Um, So if you wanted me to run your Instagram, I'd do that. If you wanted me to run your email marketing, I'd do that. If you wanted me to write content for your blog, I'd do that. Um, And over the past couple of months, I have decided to kind of niche down a little bit more um, and focus very strategically on helping people tell stories, whether they are stories about, you know, their about themselves, like rewriting their about page and their website and helping their personality kind of come to life through words or stories about experiences that they've had via like a blog post kind of format or like a long form content and copy uh, where I have the ability to kind of engage with an audience who's already looking for that information. So I used to kind of be one of those people who was like, sure, I'll just like post a bunch of stuff on Instagram and we'll figure something out. Like we'll build your brand. Um, But I, I have learned that my strengths and my skill set lie in further engaging audiences that you already have and exposing them to like you and your personality and helping kind of develop, uh, relationships with people beyond just like, Oh yeah, I follow so-and-so on Twitter or whatever. 
Okay, so you said a couple of things there that I'm excited about and I think were really important. So you just talked about how you recently sort of niched down and changed things a little bit. And I would like to hear, I mean, you did a really good job of sort of saying um, that you've sort of adapted and evolved to strengths and skill sets, but tell us like a little bit more about that. What Was there one instance that occurred that had you kind of changing who you support or like what was going on for you personally? Like, just give us a little hint so that we kind of get why that happens and why people make those changes. And I just am curious. I think for me, it was kind of a culmination. Is that the right word? People should just like expect me to mispronounce things at this point. Um, It was kind of like a a like big come together moment of all these things happening in my life. Um, one, I am somebody who takes a really long time to like process things and especially like emotional things. Um, and I've been having an unfortunately like challenging time with some life things outside of work that were just taking up a lot of bandwidth in my brain to kind of come to terms with and wrap my head around and work through and kind of, you know, just like being around every day felt like it took a lot more effort, um, for a while. So it was hard for me personally to, to stay super up to date and top of mind on like, everything that changes with Instagram and everything that changes with Twitter and everything that changes with email marketing. And like to do it all really successfully, you have to be reading seven newsletters a week um, and doing other like research and, and creating all this content. And it was just getting to be really overwhelming and leading to a lot of burnout for me. Um, So I coupled kind of that, that mental state and that kind of like, oh, I'm always exhausted and this is no longer fun and interesting with another project that I had taken on. Um, one of my good friends is a fabulous graphic designer. She, her, her designs just like blow me away. They are so amazing. Um, so thoughtful, so refined, so classy. I am obsessed with everything that she creates. She actually designed one of my tattoos. So if I had to tell you anything about how much I love her work, um, it is permanently on my body now. Uh, But so she had asked me to help her kind of rewrite her website because she didn't feel like it shared enough of her personality and didn't feel like it sent kind of the right message to people who were interested in potentially working with her. Um, and it wasn't really something I'd ever done before, but she was a good friend. So I was like, yeah, sure. Like I'll give it a, I'll give it a try. Like worst case scenario, I'll spend like way too much time working on this. And like, it'll just be something that you're like happy with, but not like incredibly excited about. But I was like, you know what? We'll give it a try. We'll see whatever. Um, so I started working with her and I like did an interview with her and then I started creating, new content and copy for her website and the very first draft of things that I sent over to her she had maybe two points of feedback neither were like positive or negative they were just kind of like questions and then she sent me back this email that was probably three paragraphs long raving about how well I had like captured her personality and her heart and her like mission on like why she does this And 
I immediately like felt it click. Like I'm not like, I, like storytelling is, is kind of where my heart lies and where my strengths lie. Um, especially helping people tell personal stories. Cause I think it's something a lot of people struggle to bring personality to. Like I think about people who are really good at like writing bios about themselves, like, I hate writing a bio about myself, but I feel like my, my bios are always a really true reflection of like who I am as a human. Um, and Jen, you know, you know, I helped you write your bio how many times at Alma Um, because I, I have like this eye or this sense for like, no, this isn't like, this is really interesting. Tell me more about this. Or I don't need five paragraphs about your single degree at this one university like don't I don't want to know about like I don't want to know anymore about that or like if I want to I'll ask like you don't just have to give me that information um so that's kind of how I got into it was like simultaneously being exhausted with these other things and taking on this new project where I was like oh this is so exciting so fun it doesn't even feel like work to me and it's something that makes whoever I'm working with like feel so happy about the work that they can do well that was a great overview a great story I wrote down a million things I wanted to circle back to I have to just tell you though this is not only does this paint a really clear picture about what you do what lights you up what gets you excited But you did such a great job here too of sort of unintentionally even sharing with our listeners some of the challenges that can occur, right? I mean, here you were, you have your own business, you were getting burnout, you were getting overwhelmed, you were getting stressed. You know, what else did I write down? I mean, so like I wrote down survival mode, like you didn't say those words, but that's what it felt like as a listener right here, right? So having that ability to be able to make a shift as an entrepreneur is amazing. And the ability to have done that and lean into what your strengths are is amazing. But here's some things I want to point out, right? For you, it was sort of like, you know, you said it was all these sort of this intersection of all these things at once sort of happening that all of a sudden led this to this almost like aha moment of yay. What's important about that is it wasn't obvious. It wasn't easy. Um, it took this like getting hit in the head with a frying pan a little bit for you to recognize, okay, wait a minute. Wow. This is the thing, right? I think that's important to highlight because I think people sort of just think, oh, I'm just going to sit down. I'm going to do this little reflection. I'm going to figure it out. It's all going to be easy for you. It was this sort of all this stuff happened that kind of just all of a sudden went and clashed together and boom, there was a little bit of a change And, and that will happen differently for everyone. So I think that's extremely important. The other thing I think is really important, it kind of goes back to this whole, you know, we talk a lot about knowing your strengths or the leadership assessment and like leaning into your strengths within that. When you are good at something, it is often not on the top of your strengths list because it's so innate. It's so natural. It's just a part of your being. Why would you write it down as a strength? It's just who you are. You were talking to your coach and they said, Randall Lynn, what are all your strengths? You probably wouldn't have written the ability to write killer copy that speaks to people about who they are. Like maybe you would have said something like writing or maybe you would have said copywriter, but you wouldn't gotten down to that, like that deep niche point of knowing exactly sort of like who you can help and how you can help them and why. 
because it's just sort of natural for you. So you almost have this like frying pan over the head type experience with this great feedback from someone who is not only a client, but a friend to be able to have you go, oh yeah, this is it. So that is like a blessing in disguise that not a lot of people will get, but it's a really good story for people to be thinking about whether it takes you talking to the Randallins of the world to help dig this out of yourself, use some sort of resource, whether it is like a Randallin to help you write this copy and dig into who you are, or maybe it's even like a, you know, a coach or a friend, someone like have other people help you around you to dig and get to that point where you recognize yourself. Wow. Here's the thing that I am actually really good at because now sky's the limit for you. Like this is where the business takes off. This is where the business gets fun. This is where the business gets exciting. This is where you get to write more bios, write more copy that feels good, help people tell their story versus to your point, oh, just knowing what's going on with Twitter and you know all these other things that are constantly changing out there. It's not like you have a team of 20 people to go do that research for you. So now you get this chance to really lean into not only what you're really good at, but what kind of gets you excited, what's fun, all those really good hot button words. Yeah, it is. And it's super interesting. I have since taken on a couple of projects similar to that. Um, and they've been for people in vastly different industries. Like right, right now I'm working with an investment firm, which is like way different than graphic design. Um, but the thing that I have, the theme that I've noticed with all of these people that I've been working with across these industries is people connect with people. They don't connect with products or projections or insert any other like P word, like people are drawn to stories and emotions and people who can evoke those really well through words show up incredibly strongly anywhere. Um, so it's been really interesting now to be working with people in all these industries and kind of being able to say like, okay, I don't need to be like, I don't need to become a subject matter expert in, in the investment world to be able to write a really good bio for you guys because I know who you are and I'm going to make that come alive. Like that's what you like. That's what you're telling me you want. You want your personality and your story to be infused in this content in a way that's like engaging and gripping and makes the reader want to keep going to the next line. Like, okay, great. Like I can do that. Congrats. The work is done for you. <laughs> Um, and I think some people, it can be confusing because they have this idea that like to write really well about something, you have to be a subject matter expert in it. But I don't think my expertise lies in an industry so much as in like people per se, like my, my superpower is in you know, understanding what all these big acronyms mean, like it's understanding how to ask you questions that get that help me get to know who you are, why you're so passionate about the work that you're doing, what gets you out of bed in the morning, like what keeps you up at night, like those kinds of like deep personal questions, and then being able to present that information in a way that it doesn't feel like I'm you know, throwing up vulnerability on you, but in a way that's like, no, like I'm a human and 
this is what I, you know, succeed at and this is what I struggle with. And this is why I'm excited to kind of continue that journey with you. I think that what you just explained to me feels like what makes you really unique too, because a lot of people think like, I do need to not only niche down, but then also pick like an area of expertise. Like I only work with, like you said, investment bankers or something like that, or they feel like they need to be a little bit of an expert in that industry themselves. But when you do that, you sort of lose that ability to read it like a, a kindergartner, right? Like to read it like that outside person too, because you also need to be writing this content in a way that it speaks to everyone. It speaks to people who are those experts, but also people who have literally no idea what anyone else is talking about. So I think that's really great because then you have the ability to kind of put that hat on and help them from that sort of external perspective, that new way that no one else is thinking about asking questions in it goes back to the strengths thing too, right? Like where I was just mentioning the stuff that's so innate to you, you have a really hard time speaking out. You have to be able to pull that out of your clients too, because to them, it's just obvious. Like, well, duh, doesn't everybody know that blah, 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 blah. Or when you hit this button, that happens. Well, no, not everybody knows that. So you have to be able to somehow pull that out of people, but that's just my perspective. So I kind of want to hear your thoughts too. Like, what do you think are some of the things that make you unique in the role that you perform? I mean, did I hit the nail on the head? Does that feel right? Or is there more? Um, no, I think you hit the nail on the head pretty clearly. I think the only other thing that I bring to the table, um, and this is a compliment that I didn't think was a compliment for a really long time and have since learned to like reframe. Um, somebody once told me that I have the ability to like suck the awkwardness out of a room so nobody else feels awkward and I was like um okay like like I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about that um but as I like since that compliment was given to me I have paid attention both in like group settings and in like one-on-one conversations with people and I do think I have this like I don't want to say like just obscene level of awkwardness but I do think I have this ability to be like "Mm, I'm human I'm gonna mispronounce words even though I'm a business professional like I'm gonna trip over my sentences I'm gonna forget what I was gonna say like I'm gonna make a joke that's not super funny like I just have this ability to show up so authentically that people aren't afraid to meet me there um because then I don't make it weird. I'm just like, well, that was a dumb decision or mm, shouldn't have said that. And we just kind of like move on with the conversation with that like elephant in the room just kind of disappearing because I, I, I become the elephant in the room in a sense. That's so cute. I love that. I'm going to visualize that now for you all the time. But I think that's perfect. And I think authenticity is the exact Right word. And, and from what I know of you, I couldn't, you know, I could not agree more. I just think that makes perfect sense in the sense that you are, you're so authentic. I mean, even here, just when we're having these casual conversations, you're, you're authentic, you're here. I think what's interesting because I talk about authenticity with leaders a lot is, you know, be authentic with your people. It will build these better relationships, all that stuff you just said, right. But it's hard for people to do that. It's really hard for people to do that. And they still feel like they have to put on a, a little bit of a show or a little bit of a performance, or they have to be a certain type of person. And you just outlined all the mm-hmm. reasons why true authenticity 
is not that, right? You aren't coming up in a in a suit, right? You're not showing up at meetings in a mm-hmm. suit and being someone who's not like you. You're not um, having some list of, I need to get these 10 words into the conversation so that they think I'm smart, right? Like, no, that's not. Okay, I will pause <laughs> you right there because I am, I have lately been obsessed with the word indubitably. I think it is just incredibly fun to say. And I have tried my hardest to bring it up in conversations where it most aligns just because I think it's so fun to but say. But that's authentically you in the sense that you hurt, you know, you're a learner and you think it's fun, right? That's, you're not doing, you're not coming into that meeting of like, I have to use return on investment. So these people know that I add value to their business. No, mm-hmm. I'm going to use indubitably because why not like that or some other word that I'm going to say and, and completely mispronounce because it's super fun to mispronounce it and say it wrong anyways. Uh, <laughs> Unsolicited. I know, I know how to say the word. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, but I think that's so great. I, because authenticity is really hard to tackle. So I would agree that that makes you extremely unique, even if it means being the person that's a little bit more awkward in the room to to literally lighten the load for others so that they can feel like, oh, it's okay for me to be authentic too. Because if your clients aren't showing up authentically, how can you support them? Like you just can't, they're going to be spouting off, Mm -hmm. oh, we need this, 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 and this. Well, is that really what you need? You know, you're not going to be getting the right message from it either. So being able to kind of meet them in the middle so that they're of themselves, I think is fabulous. Okay. All super exciting. I, I want to pop in here real quick and I, maybe you can attest to this because you, I feel like watched me go through the phase where I grew in that soft skill or in that ability. Um, but there was a time where every, at least once a week, if not more than once a week, I was hosting these webinars and I would be responsible for like introing the guests and then moderating Q and A and like trying to get people who are attending a free webinar to engage. And I did that, I think so many times that it has given me this ability to be like, yeah, people are going to think I'm weird. Like, that's okay. Like somebody has to be weird here. Um, and it's interesting to me now, cause I will attend, I, I will attend some webinars and I, you can just tell when the, when the host or whomever is like, so unprepared to like create an environment where people feel super welcome. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think you're right. I think that practice was really good. And that's a great example of how we just got to put ourselves out there because we're going to fumble through it and learn what's best for us. And if we're following a script, it's not going to feel genuine. If we're following a script, it will not be authentic. If we're following a script, no one's going to care. They're going to fall asleep. Like, fill in the blank. Like that is the complete opposite of what we want, which I think is what's so fun, cool, and exciting about your business and what you're doing with all of that. So I, I, we have to kind of wrap things up here, but I just kind of want to hear as we do, you know, what are some of the things either, and you can kind of decide where you want to take this, but like either, what are you most excited about for the future of your business? Or what is it that you love the most about it? Like, just give us some perspective around, a little bit around the future and just kind of what you love and what gets you excited about what you do. I, I think I love teaching people how to find this verbiage for themselves. Um, So one of the things that I was doing long before my business started was this newsletter 
at the time it was targeted very specifically for people who would maybe define themselves as a creative or a creator or who had like liked the process of creating things, but kind of wanted to learn how to level it up. Like the idea behind it was like, you don't just look at a better painting and decide that like one day you're going to be a better painter. Like there is time and effort and resources that go into investing in like becoming a better version of whatever your, you know, your craft or your art form is. Um, and so this newsletter was kind of dedicated to asking those questions, giving you something to reflect on, um, helping you kind of like have that mirror of like, okay, like what am I missing? What could I be doing better? Whatever. Um, and so recently since last, um, November, December, I have been working and mentoring an intern who has taken over primarily like writing and curating that. Um, And that experience with her and then along with some of my clients of being able to say like, okay, this is how I think about, you know, what's interesting to people about your story. And this is how I would like, when you think about making revisions to this, because your story has evolved, like, this is how you can think about like incorporating those new elements without getting like too in the details of like, well, on Monday I did this and Tuesday I did this. Like people just want to know what you did with your week. Like they don't need to know like what you had for lunch on Monday afternoon. Um, So being able to kind of help people, focus in on the feelings they want to evoke and then like getting rid of everything else. Um, so I, when I work with Madison, my intern, um, every month we sit down and at the end of the month I go to review like this content for her and I'm like, Hey, this is really good. But like, why, why should I care about this? Or, um, you know, I think you can get rid of this whole paragraph because it lost me. Like it wasn't, important enough for me to need to like, like I got the point before this paragraph Um, and being able to kind of help her develop in that way has been so life-giving. Like it's one of my favorite things, like sit down and review with her and say like, Oh my gosh, this month you hit seven out of the eight questions out of the park. Like, look at you go, you're crushing it. I'm like, it just overwhelms my heart with joy. Um, And so that is something, and it's something that I'm working on, like better developing in my process with my clients too, because I don't want people I work with to feel like they have to be self-sufficient or like dependent on me um, to provide them with the verbiage that they already have. Like they're just missing like nothing that I say or write for my clients is just like from my own brain. Like it's verbiage that they've said that I have kind of restructured for maximum impact. Um, And so I've really been thinking through like, how is that something that I can, can create a like sustainable way for my clients to one, like get the mass amount of like the work done by me. And then two, feel really equipped to to make edits and not feel like they're going to be like, quote unquote, like off brand or um, like it won't flow anymore. Like I want people to feel empowered in their own voices. Um, And so figuring out a way to do that away from like the one-on-one setting that I've been working with Madison now for five months on, um, because that's just like, that's not sustainable. Um, But that is like, those are the things that I'm most excited about is like giving people 
the confidence and the skill set that they need to feel like what they have to say is important and is accomplishing like their end goal. I love it. That's fabulous. And as someone who has worked with you on copy, I can especially attest to that confidence piece because it's hard like sometimes to find those right words. And when somebody takes what you said, helps to reframe it with a new perspective and a new air, it does give you that confidence to go, wow, okay, I have a story. I have a message and maybe I can continue to share this message. So That was wonderful. Well, thank you so much for sharing today. I think it's been really fun to hear just a little bit about what you do with some little bit of stories in there. And I hope that people get some perspective, either if they're thinking about starting their own business, they kind of get some ideas of there can be challenges and what that looks like, or maybe there's someone who just needs copy. And even just this little bit of information has got them thinking, oh, that's interesting. Maybe it would be helpful to get some support from someone because now I understand how that could change the way that my message is shared or, you know, the, that confidence being pulled out of me or those creative ideas that maybe I just didn't think of before because it's too innate to me and myself. Mm. So thanks, Randolyn. It was fun. I had fun. I feel less anxious Good. now, Jen. So thanks for like putting me at ease. And well, tell us too before we wrap up, conversation. where can people find you or like, how do you want them to kind of follow you? What's the best way to do that? Yeah. Um, I would say LinkedIn is probably the best. I'm not incredibly active on there, but if you engage with me, I will respond eventually. <laughs> um, or you can shoot me an email. My email is on my LinkedIn profile and we can leave it in the show notes. Um, but yeah, I think those are the best, best ways to kind of get Perfect. in touch. Love it. Wonderful. Okay. All right. Well, let's, let's go get more work done, girl. <laughs> let's go. Head on over to wonderbarn.com slash people talking people to learn more about the show that Jen and I produce and all the other great shows in the network. This episode of People Talking People was produced and edited by Jermaine McClellan, a.k.a. the Afrocentric Jukebox.